Signal 50 podcast, where we talk about the hard truth about today's current events. Welcome, everybody, to the Signal 50 podcast. It is Sunday, March 21st, 2021. A beautiful weekend in the mid-Atlantic, all the way up to the northeastern part of the country. No snow, no winter. Winter's kind of history. So, you know, welcome to spring, everybody. Bravo. Welcome back. I know you were busy doing things on Wednesday night, and we had Professor X on in your stead, and, and I he had some fairly decent-sized shoes to fill. Wow. <laughs> What a, I heard the show. It was fantastic. I, I hope to get him back on. Uh, the professor was phenomenal to listen to. Your conversation, both of you had some interesting points, uh, especially from two uh, ballistic experts. Uh, wow. I was I listened to it twice just to kind of get my head around it because even <laughs> though you went, there was a couple of in-the-weed type things, it, yep. was, it was very well. He's very well spoken. The oh, concepts yeah. are sound. But the implications to our freedom are clear and evident. So I thought it was fantastic. Well, you know, it was a real, it was really a, a, uh, I I was honored to be able to get him on the program. Mm -hmm. And and I really wish we could share more details about him, his background. Um, Let's just suffice it to say, super interesting guy to begin with at, at face value uh, without getting into too much detail. He's, he's super interesting. He's an incredibly intelligent guy, Mm -hmm. uh, knows his business inside out, backwards and forwards, up and down uh, Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Uh, Just and 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 he's a gentleman, uh, Mm -hmm. most importantly. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to be acquainted with him uh, through Mm -hmm. circumstance. Uh, It's just kind of weird how these things happen. Uh, And we became, you know, close acquaintances, not close acquaintances, but good acquaintances over. the past, I would say, year. Um, from time to time, I would make a guest appearance on uh, on a, a certain live stream that he takes part in as well. And we have some really interesting and, and very technical conversations uh, in that venue. Uh, this is not the venue for that. But, you know, when we're talking about things like that, things can get technical very quickly. Oh, I, I, but it was, it was at the point where you know, a little bit of knowledge helps bring people to that a uh, little bit higher level of understanding. Uh, it works. I think it works pretty well. So. Well, I, like, Hey, thank you very much. Really appreciate that. Um, listen, I was, I was honored to be able to have him on the program. He's, I, 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 I would love to be able to say more about his background mm-hmm. because everybody out there listening would be just absolutely fascinated by this guy. Um, mm-hmm. But I can't. So, well- you know, just yeah, there as, it is. Uh, yeah, just as a as a couple of housekeeping things, we're going to have some other interesting people on. I think that bring uh, the conversation a little bit uh, full circle for all of you out there who listen to us. And we're we're cresting at five hundred, so we'd like to see us get some more here on Rumble. So if you get a chance, make sure you like, uh, give us Rumbles, please. Uh, make sure you subscribe to That's our right. channel. And, and make sure to share the videos also. If you're on Rumble, and we understand that Rumble is not as popular as YouTube, obviously, okay? Um, it is becoming more and more popular. Uh, the way that we get our message out and the way we can get more people to listen and participate in what we do is get shared. Share the media. Share it around. Our main 
avenue of distribution of, of the message that we're trying to send is podcast. Mm -hmm. But Rumble is a fantastic venue. Yep. Uh, and just for the YouTube folks, uh, we do have the rights, the music that we're using. Uh, it's in the show notes below. Please check that out before you start throwing copyrights at us. Cause yes. Heart attack. Yeah. We're just yeah, we're 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 getting hit on we're getting hit by YouTube. Everybody out there that's listening, we're getting hit uh, by them with uh, with everything but the kitchen sink. When Bravo and I, Bravo and I started this, the the number one thing that we insisted on was let's not do anything to give anybody am any ammunition to come after us. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we made sure to buy the rights to what we're using. Uh, everything that we use otherwise is in the public domain and fair use. Uh, we attribute everything to whom we borrow it from. Mm -hmm. uh, so we don't do anything wrong. So anybody that's out there listening, you know, keep trying. It just won't stick. Right. So check out the, yeah. And these, these thumbs down and these negative comments and, you know what? Sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never harm me. Um, I really, it doesn't. Must be, we must be over the target then. Yeah, we must be. So with that being said, um, we have some interesting things we wanted to share with you. Today's topic is, of course, lies and truth. What's the difference? <laughs> Where's the yeah. difference? It's really hard to find that line these days now, isn't I it? I can't find it. Someone help me find that darn line because it's very blurred right now. But I think we're going to have some fun with this as we get going. So welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, it's good to be back. Um, so we we looked, you know, we're hearing what the news is over the past uh, week. We understand um, there's a lot of, there seems to be the truth is trying to get out there, but it still keeps getting knocked down by the lies. Um, but you know, one of those things that I think is very important, uh, you know, uh, administrator Biden is, uh, Doug Billings from the right side says, uh, I like to use that also. I think it makes sense. was having a little bit of tough time getting up the stairs to, uh, air force one. <laughs> yeah. Now granted he was, you know, he got back up again. It was, but, it was oh, very windy that day. That's what they said. You know what the winds were at? I checked the. It was at the, it was at an airport, so you can check yeah, these winds. Check the check the check 14, the meat check 14. the METAR, right? Right, right. Fourteen miles an hour. I mean, and and according <laughs> to Dan Scavino, and this is interesting. According to Dan Scavino, uh, if there was ever that windy and they're concerned about you know the plane, you know, seven forty seven is almost seventy five feet tall. <laughs> it's like you know it's a couple of stories high. Anyway, so they use the lower staircase if it's that windy. They'll go in the baggage compartment and go in that way. So anyway, I think we found we may have found the real reason why here. I'm going to play this video for you, everyone. Let's see what happened when he was trying to get up the stairs. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, for our podcast listeners, I basically played a video where it shows, uh, you know, President Trump's uh, retired, I guess, you know, for now, enjoying some golf and some R&R. &R. And his drives went so far up to Andrews Air Force Base that it kind of knocked over uh, President Biden. So there's the reason why President yes. Biden was tripping over himself to get on to Air Force One. Although he was trying to run up the stairs, which, you know, you should watch your step there, sir. I mean, it could be, yeah. you know. For an elderly man, he is the oldest president, I think. 
Well, we'll listen, I, I don't, I don't, I don't wish the guy, I don't wish the guy to get injured or anything, but geez, right. you know, if, uh, you're, no, if you're that unsure of your footing, I mean, Jesus, take, take your time, damn, damn it. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, uh, I, I, I'm not so sure that I enjoy the fact that he's the president of the United States. Unfortunately, he's the president of the United States and I don't really want to see anything bad happen to the guy. Right. Take your time, dude. Yeah. You don't have to run. <sighs> I mean, he did make a comment before where he, he'll show everyone as he walks up the stairs, but he tripped. So but yep. he got back up and he finished. But that's, you know, it's kind of scary. Anyway. All right. So what are you going to do? We got so, a bunch of things. That, we got a bunch of things that we want to talk about tonight. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, basically. on the something there. Yeah. We'll we start off with that. You know, a little levity. You know, I, I don't want the I don't want to see the guy fall and break his ass on on a, a flight of stairs going up to a 747. But mm-hmm. you know, look, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Anyhow, there are some things in the news that we want to talk about, and, and some stories about the truth and the lies that are going on. But there, there's really something that's going on now in this country that I, I really want to discuss, and and we brushed upon it. A little bit on Wednesday night when I when we were with Professor X. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm sure that everybody can remember what happened to George Floyd. I mean, mm-hmm. let's let's dispense with it. He he died while being arrested uh, by the Minneapolis Police Department, and. Um, in particular, a, a police officer who was uh, had his knee in the middle of his back near his neck named Derek Chauvin. Now, I'm sure everybody's really may or may not be paying attention to what's going on in the city of Minneapolis. Now, just a real short aside, and I might have mentioned it before. I lived there. I lived there for a long, long time. I lived in the city, of, just outside of the city of Minneapolis. I happened to know a lot of the members of the Minneapolis Police Department and uh, through what I used to do for a living out there. Just a, a great bunch of people, um, black guys, white guys, Hispanic guys, Asian guys on the police department, never met anybody that had any animus towards any one group or another of people. Uh, there were straight cops and gay cops and lesbian cops, brown cops, yellow cops, white cops. I mean, it, it didn't make any difference. It was a very, it was a diverse police department. You know, forgive me for using the diversity term, okay, where it comes to that. Now, fast forward to the events of last summer uh, where George Floyd, you know, it was an unfortunate altercation between an unfortunate meeting between him and the Minneapolis police department. Um, a lot of things around that mm-hmm. fast forward. He, he expires during arrest. Um, let's leave the reasoning aside for now. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're in the process as, as we spoke on Wednesday night and, and now I, I believe they may have just seated a, a an entire jury. From Minnesota? Yep. Okay. So the trial is in Minneapolis. Yeah. And they just finished seating a jury. Is that a jury that's going to be impartial? Just an well, aside. 
well, I don't, I don't know how that's possible. They, they've had to excuse a couple of jurors already, yeah. and, here, and here's why. The city of Minneapolis, in their infinite wisdom, decided that they would pay out a 27, 27, 27 million dollar settlement to the family of George Floyd mm. for wrongful death. Okay. The trial of the police officers that were involved in the rest, the, the trials, they haven't even seated a jury in the trial of the main, you know, quote unquote actor that they have accused of contributing to George Floyd's death. And they have paid out a $27 million wrongful death settlement. I, I don't know about you, but where I come from, that's not justice. No. Look, um, well, wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> hold, hold on a minute. It, it gets more. better. There's more. Right. There's more. And, and in a statement, the city attorney and the mayor's office all came out and they said, well, we're not sure that this amount of settlement would have been available down the road. What that means is they wanted to settle before a guilty verdict happened or a presumptive guilty verdict happened. It was like, let's make a deal. Mm. So they have just as far as I'm concerned, and I'm not saying that Chauvin was right or wrong. I, the trial hasn't happened, and everybody needs to remember that. They have paid out a $27 million settlement for wrongful death when they haven't even proved it was a wrongful death. That's right. Okay. And further, 38th and Chicago Avenue South is the George Floyd Autonomous Zone. It is a lawless area that has been taken over by out-of-state actors that have held an entire neighborhood hostage mm. for months. Months. And the city of Minneapolis is allowing... This to continue and go on. It's ridiculous. There was a homicide in there, and the people in charge of the autonomous zone hauled the dead body and threw it over the barricades. They cleaned up all the shell casings, and they said there's nothing to see here. And the Minneapolis Police Department were not even allowed inside to investigate. And the mayor and the city council allow this to happen how does this how does that happen I, why? I i i don't know why it is virtue signaling gone absolutely awry just just being an outsider here alpha i i have to i have to say this is this is ridiculous where's the national guard why aren't they going in there to clean this up and get some order in there and and enough with the 
the placating and the divert, you know, the trial hasn't even happened yet. The evidence hasn't been shown yet. The, the leaks that have happened, we don't know if it's true or not. It has to be presented in front of a, a jury. And you know, as well as I do, I, I don't believe that that jury is impartial. I really don't. Well, I don't think that there's any way that they can be impartial, especially when the city of Minneapolis has, has admitted fault in a civil settlement for $27 million. Now, now here's the rub on this $27 million. 500,000 of it were set aside for the people in the George Floyd Autonomous Zone. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yep. Now, everybody in the state of Minnesota gets to pay their little portion of the city of Minneapolis's malfeasance in this entire thing. Doesn't anybody find this to be just perplexing as hell? It's it's a narrative that has gone awry. I believe that when the the need came up to try and separate groups of people further, this is why you see this. And it's it's there's no words for it except for it needs to stop. You not know? to men- not to mention the more than 500 buildings that were burned in the city of Minneapolis. The third precinct house where police officers were almost burned to death by domestic terrorists. Okay. Which is what they are. That's exactly the L- what they are. ELM Antifa. You cannot, you cannot convince me otherwise that they're not domestic terrorists. Exactly. Well, anyhow, enough of that. I just want everybody to go out and look at KSTP.com. Go look at the stunning lack of coverage on any of this uh, malfeasance that's going on by the city of Minneapolis. Care11.com. Fox 9, Twin Cities, etc., etc. Look at all of the news outlets that are not covering any of this. It's only coming out in dribs and drabs. The Star Tribune, the paper of record in the state of Minnesota, not covering it. There is some light at the end of this tunnel, Alpha, I believe. Uh, Project Veritas uh, and James O'Keefe was able to uh, judge in New York uh, federal court, I believe federal court or near, yeah, federal court. Yes, uh, was able to secure the ability to move forward against a lawsuit against New York, the New York Times. Yes, and it is showing is shining the light on how corrupt the news media is. Yes, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that this will spawn on others to do the same thing. And the only way this corrupt media is going to get their head out of their proverbial rectal orifice is if they go ahead and they get held responsible and i'm not just talking cnn paying out uh a couple you know however million to um the 16 year old that was just standing there or not well he's 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 now the highest paid employee of cnn right so and the other good news is that cnn's ratings have gone through the the bottom they don't have anyone to blame uh president trump is not the the constant story 
and right. you have nothing to report on. So, well, let, let's let's put a let you know we're we're here to tell the truth. Okay, so let's tell the truth. All of cable news, all of it, Newsmax, Fox, Fox everybody, yeah. MSNBC, blah 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 blah. They have all taken a ratings hit over the past couple of months because nobody is paying attention right now. That's right. What are they paying attention to? They're going to the populist press. They're That's going right. To, right. They're going to news sites. They're going to Dan Bongino, who just happened to have gotten uh, asked to take over for the great Rush Limbaugh's uh, yes. space, twelve to three. Congratulations, Mr. Bongino. I am. He's, he's not. It's important to note he is not taking over for Rush Limbaugh. The time spot. I said. Right. Yeah. He's right. taking over the time spot. He said outright. He said he's not trying to take over. For Rush, you can never replace him. That we all completely understand that. I'm replaceable at my job, but Rush, Rush Limbaugh is not replaceable. No, he no. invented the game. That's right. But he does get the 12 to 3 spot on AM radio all over the place and FM radio all over the place. 600 stations. And he continues to do his podcast. So That's right. he's going to be a busy boy. Good for him. I'm, yep. I'm tickled pink. Anyway. That is that is absolutely life changing for him and his family. We wish him nothing but the best and success. Uh, he's he's got a hell of a megaphone now, and he's a true conservative warrior. And we really wish him all the best, and we will continue to support him in all the ways. Yep. So I thought we'd uh, kind of switch gears here to a, a little scene here. That of course, Alpha, you understand how windmills are so effective and so environmentally friendly to to that out there and how we should be just be building these things all over the place. Although where they really should be built is out in the ocean where the winds are constantly 20 knots or higher, you know, because it's out in the ocean there. Um, but so for the podcast listeners, there's basically a windmill in the forefront, just turning and turning. And behind that, there's one that stopped turning and is on complete fire. And they're trying to get someone down to come and take care of this windmill that's on fire and just drops. I'll get another page out to him because there's just another piece of this windmill that drops. <laughs> so not only is it on fire, but it dropped down a piece. Now it started a big brush fire. Okay, so here's here's the deal with those. Here's the, here's the deal with those. The, the company I, I used to be uh, loosely associated with some of the engineering that goes into these things. First of all, those things are tremendously big. They're ginormously huge. I, I wouldn't even know how you even get up there to get water up that high unless you have a big stick. You can't get anywhere near it because if that thing wants to collapse for whatever reason, you're nowhere nowhere that you can get close enough to put water on it is safe. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. You're in the collapse area. No matter yeah. where you go, you, you can't get there. You're going to have to drop water on it from a helicopter, which isn't going to happen. Right. Thing's going to burn. It's going to fall. You can't deal with it until it's out. You can't be within a couple hundred feet of it. Wow. They hold a tremendous amount of hydro or uh, lubricating oil for the gearbox. Mm. Uh, the gearbox in that thing and the transmission, they hold, I don't know, probably hundreds of gallons of oil. Really? Right? Oh, yeah. They're oh, huge. A couple of barrels full, huh? Uh, Probably about four. Wow. That's amazing. 
they're they're just tremendously big machines all right and they're super expensive that's mm. probably like a two million dollar fire wow yeah really? by the time you get done dealing with that thing wow so you know and they kill all the birds yep so there's there's your green uh, infrastructure right there i think yeah and they're and they're awesome until you want to put them off the coast of martha's vineyard and and the the, the pinky uh the tea sipping pinky elevated crowd is like oh no not in the vineyard we can't have windmills in the vineyard we can't see them uh oh, it's atrocious my vista must not be in uh, yes 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 i look down my nose at all of you peons yes anyway. Put the windmills in the peons neighborhoods so in terms of uh windmills i you know what my thought is on them let's just con- let's continue using natural gas and they, oil and they have their place that's right but it's not something that we should rely upon no as, they, they learned that they learned that lesson the hard way in texas that's right so well, they all froze and they didn't work and they were out of power yeah fun times yeah. In the in the ongoing theme of our lies and truth, uh, the the Congress, uh, it seems like they were ganging up on our one of my favorite representatives to come along, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She is out of Georgia. She was uh, about to be voted out by the Democrats. There's a, there's a couple of Democrats that wanted to take her out, not figure not physically, but figuratively. Voter out of Congress. Okay. Meanwhile, you had Omar and occasional cortex and all the other ones that are running around spewing lies all over the place and they all love them. But you know, someone that stands up for the the second amendment and a whole bunch of other things that, you know, she, she was taken off her committees because she impeached Joe Biden. She brought the articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. Yep. And, um, they go after her with a vengeance. I, I, I thought there, I thought there were rules about uh, workplace retaliation. In this oh, country. well, you know, only for only Democrats. for only for Democrats, right? Liberals, yeah, you can't, you can't do that. So she survived the uh, a hit uh, figuratively again for all the all the quote fact checkers out there. Um, they they couldn't take her. They couldn't get her. You know, uh, Pelosi, interesting enough, this is the story behind it, was not interested in taking up the, the cause of throwing her out. They were, she was willing to take up the cause of a fake impeachment, which was okay, fine. You can go ahead and try that route. She, But I guess they need a scapegoat now, and she's it. That's what my thought is. But she is uh, very boisterous and very smart and a great communicator. And she gets, you know, she's fine. (laughs) She'll be fine. (laughs) She's fine. Yeah. She's fine. She's Trump in a skirt. She's fine. Good. So she'll, she'll continue the, uh, to keep the press on the Democrats and they keep getting them upset. Now, moving on to another topic that I wanted to play some more video, because I think this was fascinating. When you have two physicians, okay, uh, <laughs> one that's actually whoa, 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 whoa. Is, is one of them truly a physician or is he a researcher? He is, he has an MD, but he's uh-huh. got a PhD and, you know, piled high and deeper uh, thinking. 
That's Fauci. Right. Now, so Dr. He's not a clinician. He's not a clinician. Not a clinician. He has not seen a patient since probably med school when he was in med school, that, right. learning how to be an MD. Anyway, however, Senator uh, slash Dr. Rand Paul, ophthalmologist. Uh, uh, eye surgeon extraordinaire. Yeah, ophthalmologist. Uh, decided to question Fauci on bring us your science. Where is your papers? Where are your Where's your information? So here's here's a video for this. Yeah, everyone should watch this and check this out. Had the vaccine yeah. or have had the infection are spreading the infection. If we're not spreading the infection, isn't it just theater? No, it's not. the vaccine and you're wearing two masks. Isn't that theater? No, that's not. Here we go again with the theater. Let, let, let's get down to the facts. You want to get rid of vaccine hesitancy? Tell them they wear their mask after they get the vaccine. You want people to get the vaccine? Give them a reward instead of telling them that the nanny state's going to be there for three more years and you got to wear a mask forever. People don't want to hear it. There's no science behind it. Well, let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Masks are protective, and we have immunity there, theater. If you already have immunity, you're wearing a mask to give comfort to others. You're not wearing a mask because of any sign. I, I totally disagree with you. That is all Fauci could come back with is, I disagree with you. <laughs> could not come back with any facts, any type of backing, any type of papers, nothing. Well, let me let me let me ask you a question. You know, I'm I'm just a simple guy. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm a I'm uh, all right. Just I'm just a dumbass. Mm -hmm. Okay, I had the chicken pox when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Am I immune from the chicken pox? Yes, you are. Okay. Now, I've had flu A before. Does that mean I'm immune to flu A? You are immune to the flu influenza A strain of that type. It could mutate to, well, to the point where... Just flu A? Yeah, flu A goes... Well, yes. There's different variants of, of yeah, flu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What okay. Fauci's trying to explain was there's different variants, and God forbid we don't... Uh, you know what, though? When you're exposed to one and you get another variant of it, it's not going to take you out. And Dr. Paul, uh, Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul was talking about how in another in another exchange with Fauci that the immune system is we're not giving the immune system enough credit and I think that's really the best argument I've heard uh, since this whole pandemic nonsense started that's right. was the fact that you know flatten the curve and then you know we now we have to protect everyone our immune systems can figure this stuff out on its own we don't need to do this that if that's exactly get, that's right. exactly my point that bravo yeah. that's exactly my point right yep Okay, so I've had flu A. Mm -hmm. Now, if there's another variant that might be like one or two genomes off of flu A, you know, whatever, a little tiny mutation, I might get sick. Right. I might have cold-like symptoms for a couple of days, and then my body is going to adapt, and it's going to kick it out. That's correct. Okay, I'm just a dumbass, but to me... Once you get vaccinated for this thing, if the vaccine, if they have any confidence in the vaccine that they're giving, mm. then nobody needs to wear a mask. Not that they're effective anyways. Right. Well, so here's, here's, the, here's the problem. When you start losing your ability to control and, and lose 
the perception that the power that's being held by a select few, they start bringing up other excuses. Like Europe right now is out of control in terms of locking down again because of a variant. And the variant supposedly is that people get sick and they'll get better. And again, the lethality, we've talked about this in previous shows, is not 50%. It's 0.001%. Again, unless you're infirm or you have some other comorbidities and you have a really bad reaction, is it possible you could die from COVID? Yes, it is. We're not saying you can't die from COVID. However, when it comes down to a majority, statistically speaking, your chances of getting succumbing to this is slim to zilch. Okay. And let your body take care of it. Now people are starting to stand up. You're starting to see demonstrations. You're starting to see people reject, go to work. Right. Uh, it's, it's not going to, this is not going to continue. By the time we hit the summer, they're going to have no other choice but to let everyone kind of go into place. Now the vaccine is being, you know, like, some of the true academics out there are saying, well, we don't have enough data to show. I said, look, the people that they tested the vaccines on, which were larger than normal. Okay. And the FAA, uh, the FDA didn't know what to do with themselves as they were uh, going through the process so quickly because they have to have micromanagement and control over these things. Right. President Trump with operation warp speed basically said, no, 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 we're going to get this thing out here. You three, big pharmaceutical companies work together, stop hiding from each other. You want our money. Then you're going to have to go ahead and work together and share. Now what's interesting alpha real quick, if there was a cure, then they couldn't get the money for the vaccine. This is where, and I, I discovered this reading some things in the back chatter and some of the, the there's, there's no money in cures. There's no money in cures. So what happened was of course, um, the um, chloroquinolone, hydrochloroquinolone, uh, the the, um, the the treatment for hydroxychloroquine. Thank you. Yeah, that's late. I can't remember. Anyway, hydroxychloroquine did cure. <laughs> it did prevent worsening. And and on Mark Levin, he was telling how he's been taking it once a week. He's been traveling. He's fine. And he's got risk factors. And then he waited his turn to get his vaccine. So let's all let's all just take a deep breath, everyone. And I'm not talking about the audience. I'm talking about the Democrats who are trying to control everything and flatten the curve. 367 days later, enough is enough. Well, I'll, I'll go you one further. I'll, okay. I'll go you one further. Um, I can't put my finger on it today. Um, I was talking to a, a good friend, and this person mentioned to me that they heard there was there was a published article, and I'm, I'm trying like hell to find it. I've got to get back with the this contact and, and see if I can find this information. Where there's a research scientist who went back through and audited all of the positive or a significant number of the positive COVID tests uh, from a certain state, and I believe it was Maryland. Um, it was a sampling of 25,000 positive tests. Mm -hmm. They went back through, and instead of retesting, they used electron microscopy to go ahead and try to find the viruses. 
mm. in the samples. Hmm. The only thing that they found in all of the positive COVID samples were, first of all, nothing. Mm-hmm. Not COVID. And not COVID. No found whatsoever. Right. They found no COVID viruses in any of the samples. And in some of the samples, what they found were simple flus. Huh. Imagine that. <laughs> now, should... I can't verify this right now, but when I find the article, we're going to talk about it, okay? So mm -hmm. I want everybody to think about that just for a quick second. And now, this same researcher mm -hmm. is suing the CDC for more positive testing that they can review using the same procedure and my understanding is the cdc is avoiding them and has violated the foia of course they did of course they did now this of course was my theory my hypothesis at the beginning again because what what did what did i say i said because i don't see covid zombies walking around because i don't see people dropping dead the numbers are inflated this is all statistical not that people weren't not people were dying from COVID induced complications, but it wasn't the the panic and the and the malfeasance of the press that happened. Are we sure it was COVID and not just some kind of a flu mm -hmm. or the flu mixed with a good dose of hysteria? Yep. Hey, our opinion is I don't believe it for one second, and it's who knows? We'll have to see. I'm not saying that COVID-19, SARS-CoV-19 is not a thing, okay? I'm just saying it probably wasn't as big a thing as they said. 500,000 people died in this country between March of last year and March of this year. According to statistics, that is not an anomaly. It is not an elevated death rate. No more people died in 2019, 20, well, 2020, and so far to 2021 than died in the previous years. Mm -hmm. People still died of cancer, still died of straight-up flu, still died of stroke and heart attack. It, and everything was labeled COVID. That's right, because the money was being paid to those. That's correct. If somebody came into the emergency room and, and they were having a heart attack, oh, Jesus, they had COVID. Plus $100 plus whatever other, quote, uh, things that need to be done to help treat the patient because of, quote, COVID. Right. So there's a big incentive to call things that weren't COVID, COVID. That's right. So everybody needs to understand that... Um, there's not a lot of money in running a hospital. Okay? Nope. And everyone sees these doctors running around in Porsches. Well, let me tell you something about doctors. Doctors have got great lines of credit. Okay? They all have three-quarters of a million dollars worth of student loans out there, or half a million dollars in student loans that they're trying to pay off at the same time at an exorbitant interest rate. And yes, they get paid a lot, but they don't make a lot of money. And these hospitals are paying a lot of money out, too. A lot of overhead in running a hospital. Mm -hmm. The the tort, tort law in this country alone is enough to bankrupt a hospital. Okay? Mm -hmm. So 
when somebody comes into the emergency room who's got no insurance and, and the law says you have to treat them and your right. chances are when you treat them and they're going to die anyways, you're not going to collect jack shit. There was a huge incentive for them to stamp COVID on the death certificate. Mm -hmm. So the federal government would come in like the white knight and pay the money. Yep. That's all I'm saying. I agree. Anyway, moving on to something else a little bit more distressing or aggravating, I guess, whichever way you want to put it. Uh, let's talk about uh, this little, one of my, again, my political cartoon. Love those. Jesus. Here we have, again, from uh, Branco. Um, and he has a card, he has a political cartoon of Biden uh, with a um, C, built back better. And there's a cage with a, with a, a child uh, that has a shirt on saying Biden let us in and wonder where they got the money to pay for those shirts if they're poor and they need uh, amnesty and a butterfly <laughs> a monarch butterfly which I'm wondering what the symbol of that monarch butterfly is I have no idea but all I, don't I, all, I, all I can tell you is these people have created an absolute nightmare no, that, this is, and again, when it comes down to the lies and the oh. truth, the press are not going down to look at these things. The The numbers have gone up 15,000 kids right now. Well, I, I believe, I believe the percentage, uh, the percentage of capacity of the border intermediary facilities, the intake facilities where they're, they're holding people before their, their disposition is determined. I believe that last check, I think last week, uh, Thursday, these centers are operating where they, where they're putting children in cages. Okay. Like, you know, it, uh, I don't see AOC down there now. Do you? No, no, no you don't. Okay. You can't the press down there. Not that they're interested. No, they're not interested. They don't care because it was all about getting Trump out of office. Anyhow, mm -hmm. these centers are running at 729% of capacity as of like last Thursday. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if anybody out there is aware of this. They're not allowing press in there at all. It's a total press blackout. Mm-hmm. Project Veritas has sent teams down there and they're going to be breaking stories on this tomorrow. So mm -hmm. everybody needs to follow Project Veritas on, yep. on Telegram. Yep. Yep. And we will, we will post links and updates on our official Telegram channel from Project Veritas showing you what they found down on the border. Oh, this is going to be good. Does anybody not doesn't anybody not understand that that border wall, except for areas where they had to put trucks back and forth and through, was about ninety percent complete? Yep, until Biden hit the administrative order pause, right, and all of a sudden stops construction. I think Texas is trying to start it back up again on their own. Yes, they are, which would be fantastically awesome. By the oh, way. Yeah. Well, I love Texas. Um, yes. Anyway, so here's here's a couple of two sides of the the truth and lies that our show uh, today is kind of concentrating on. So we had a DHS secretary, and I marked this as a lie. Um, the border is closed, but children won't be expelled. And if I had a bridge in Brooklyn, I would sell that to you really cheap. And it looks like uh, Maragas uh, was then asked. 
by Chuck Todd. So he's on the Sunday talk show circuit, softball, lack of uh, press uh, ability. Uh, that's my own opinion, not in the story here. Probably. But getting back to this, <laughs> uh, but getting back to the story here. Whether the policy encourages parents in Mexico and other countries to send their children alone to the border. Uh, can I stop there for a second? Would you ever send your child by themselves to the border? To to what? Just get them in there? Or the, it has to be has to be accompanied by someone. Yeah. And I'm guessing it has has to do with child trafficking and some other stuff to get people across the border. And, and does anybody not understand that that's why children were separated from their adult escorts to determine if the people that they were with were their, truly their parents? They were doing DNA testing. Mm. They were trying to stop child trafficking, for God's sake. Yep. So Ugh. anyway, the story continues. This is from the Epic Times, by the way. Uh, we have a short-term plan, a medium-term plan, and a long-term plan. And the president and I have spoken to this repeatedly. Please remember something that President Donald Trump dismantled the orderly, humane, and efficient way of allowing children to make their claims under United States law in the United States home countries, in their home countries, the secretary said without elaborating. That, I, I, I call bullshit on that. Yes, he's full of crap. This is I call bull bullshit on that. If you wanted to claim asylum under Trump, you had to do it in your home country. That's right. You don't cross the border and then beg for asylum. And then get stuck here without your parents and then become an orphan to be fending on your own. To me, or, that's or the or a burden on the taxpayer of the United States. So just as a parent, just looking at this from as a parent's point of view, I would never let my child out of my sight, let alone that they must there has to be some kind of money exchanging hands and people or they're not just sending them up the border by themselves. They have to. They couldn't even figure out the way to get, you know, across the street these days. You can't even send a kid by themselves down the block to get an ice cream cone without, you know, uh, having child abuse uh, authorities come down and take their child away from you. So this is this is this is something else is going on. I don't have, I don't have. All I know is that what he what this DHS secretary is spewing is complete crap. I, I, something is rotten in Denmark, and I, I don't know quite what it is. But So, with that being said, so that's the one lie part. The only truth I could find, again, Epic Times, because they're really the only ones that are telling both sides of the story, that alarming senators visit border, see surge in illegal immigrants firsthand. So, uh, Senator Rick Scott from Florida and Senator Rob Portman from Ohio both go down to the border and there's pictures of them traveling around in helicopters and seeing the unlawful crossings. Uh, they're, they're, they're there and they're trying to get the word out, right. but the press is nowhere to be found. And, um, you, of course the Democrats are covering this up as fast as, uh, it's piling up on them. But the problem is everyone is seeing this. Everyone is, is starting to wake up to the yeah. reality that the, the borders <laughs> are open and come on over and it's all right. Biden's fault. Well, listen, I, I, I'm going to I'm going to relate a little personal experience to people. I worked for an outfit that was based down in McAllen, Texas, uh, back in the uh, mid 2000s, mid to late 2000s, about 2007, 2008, 2009, uh, beginning of 09. We're based down in McAllen, Texas. When we went down there, we had a workshop and an office and, and we had a garage and, and another workshop where we were doing different things. 
And we were right on the border. It was very, very close to the border. Uh, let's just put it to you this way. All of these limousine liberals that think that, you know, oh, you know, we should just let everybody. And let me, let me tell you something about open borders. We would sit there at night with night vision and watch the people cross through the fields just hundreds of yards away from where our campus was. It was a company regulation that if you went out at night on the campus, you did not go alone and you did not go unarmed. So let me tell you something. If anybody thinks that this is a good thing or a safe thing, you're out of your minds. The drug trafficking was blatant. They were hauling drugs across the border right through McAllen, Texas. You did not leave without a rifle at mm. night for your own protection mm. because nobody was going to help you. How do these people feel that are on this border? Mm. They live down there. People live there. American citizens live there, and they have people traipsing through their property all hours of the day and night that don't belong there. Mm -hmm. how safe is that can't be it's not it's not this is not what the government was supposed to be president trump showed truly true leadership truly what it's like to have a secure border and of course it was secure no one was coming across the border the fence was almost finished no big deal ice was doing their thing the minute biden got in signed these executive orders Congress isn't trying to stop them. They're not declaring, you know, they're not bringing them to court. They're not bringing it to a couple of Texas is starting to try and get some lawsuits going so that they can stop this well, process from happening. Well, what's worse, what's worse is these caravans of thousands, tens of thousands of illegals started streaming northwards again mm -hmm. in November, just the days after the election. Yep. And they're letting them in. And then they're going to be oh, oh, COVID. Oh, don't even get me started on COVID. Where's COVID? And, and, well, we don't care about COVID. COVID, COVID's not a thing. If yeah. they were so worried about COVID, they would stop these people. They're not worried about COVID. This is not about COVID. COVID is not even a thing. They don't care. Okay. Mm -hmm. So everybody needs to stop virtue signaling about COVID. Yep. Yep. Exactly. That's so what it all I'm, is. I'm tired of hearing. I'm tired of hearing about it. It is utter B is in B, S is in S. Full stop. Mm-hmm. Yep. Moving on. Yep. So with that being said, that's really all I could find in the truth and lies, because there's so many lies we wouldn't have. We'd have to be on for five hours just to go over through all the lies that I could find. So, you know, there's other other things going on. Uh, there's a lot of um, there's been a lot of res resignations going on. Uh, we kind of talked about this briefly. Um, there's there's there was a judge up in Michigan that was arrested for child pornography. Seems to be a lot of this going on, and uh, kind of goes back to our discussion we had about the depositions um, and and the things that were being said, and how people had things over other people. But it seems that the truth is coming out and coming, getting out there uh, to bring this to light. So, but other than that, that's those it's are the highlights. <laughs> it's all pretty disgusting. I mean, it's all pretty disgusting. Everything that's going on out there. I mean. A couple of months ago, you know, before, you know, uh, let's say before this whole uh, nonsense of COVID started, mm -hmm. 
this country was riding high. People were, we were, we were at damn near full employment. There are more job openings than there were people to fill them. Mm. The economy was booming. People were happy. The price of gasoline was at an all-time low or at a, at a reasonable low, okay? The cost of consumer goods was, was on the decline. American manufacturing was moving back to the United States. America stopped being dependent on foreign oil. We were energy independent. Mm-hmm. And in just a few short months, Ford is now moving out of Ohio. They're moving plants back down to Mexico. The price of gasoline, I paid $3.25 a gallon today. About a year and a half ago, I was paying about $1.92, $1.89 for the same gasoline. Yep. We had the unemployment rate, uh, three quarters of a million people in, in, in my state uh, claimed unemployment uh, this month. Mm. All right. Uh, A year and a half ago, we were at full employment. I think the unemployment rate was like 1%. Mm. And now you've got an unemployment rate over 14 or 15%. Yeah. So, yay, Democrats. Uh, Well, I think the next next, uh, show... We'll talk about what what's coming, and the taxes are going to be going through the roof. Uh, they're, and they're they're even uh, lying about what they're telling everyone about anyone four hundred thousand or more will pay their fair share. Well, guess what? It's going to be brought all the way down to a hundred dollars a year if you make that. You'll be paying taxes on it, and they want it all because they are spending like drunken sailors, and they cannot stop. Well, let me, let me, let me, well, first of all, that, that's, that's not a Republican or a, oh, that's not a Democrat problem exclusively. Republicans are, they all spend too much. Okay. So does anybody understand? People just don't understand simple economics. Okay. Mm -hmm. When you raise business taxes, the price the cost of goods goes up. Businesses do not pay taxes by simple economics. Who pays the te- business taxes? The consumer. Mm-hmm. Pass it on. It's all a pass through to you where you. Okay. Everybody wants a $15 minimum wage. That's great. You go get, you know, your, uh, your happy meal and, and, and fries. Okay. Which is like $6 and 95 cents for a cheeseburger fries and a small Coke for your kid. Get ready. You're going to be paying twelve to fourteen dollars for the same meal, yep. Potentially, because businesses do not pay those expenses; the consumer does. So you may be making fifteen dollars at your minimum wage job, but your fifteen dollars is not going to go real far. No, nope. it's called inflation, folks, and it's coming. And they've def- they've def- they're actually going to have deflation first, but technically. You know, we can get into an economics wonkery class, but basically the the interest rates have been kept down for so long and there's such a large amount of money out there, especially with these stimulus checks out of nowhere. Everyone's going to have some money and everyone's going to think, well, oh, I can raise the prices some more, except it's going to come to the point where 
the piper needs to be paid and no one's going to, you know, there's nothing there to pay them and they're just right. going to start collapsing. Anyway, that's another topic for another day. Right. Uh, lies and truth, everyone. We got to figure out a way to get the truth out there some more. And that's what we're here for. We are the two American patriots, average Americans who love to talk about the current events. And uh, we keep bringing them to you. We appreciate you listening to us. Um, and we can't thank you enough as we hit and we come up on our 50th show next, next uh, on Wednesday there, Alpha be our 50th show. <laughs> wow. My how time flies. Amazing. Isn't it? 50 shows. And uh, we kind of, we appreciate all those who follow us and kind of stick with us and give us uh, comments. And um, we, we really can't be uh, more appreciative and humbled by the, the experience that we've had so far. Well, on that note, you know, it's uh, it's Sunday night. It's a little bit late. We'd like to thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, we I, we value your time greatly, and we do appreciate you coming to listen to us. Be sure to check out our website at Signal50.com. It'll give you all of the outlets for our podcast, as well as our commentary page um, and our link to Rumble and our parlor channels and Telegram as well. And on that note, you know, listen, we'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors, and airmen for our you know, for protecting us 24 seven, 365, our fire department, police and uh, medical first responders out there in the field that work with us on a daily basis to keep us safe. And we can't thank them enough for their service. Uh, it's really tough out there. Uh, geez, it's just, it's just tough. I'm, I'm glad I've, I've kind of retired from all that and I can't imagine the guys that still do it. So we'd like to thank them very, very much for what they do for us. And on that note, Bravo, thanks for joining me. Everybody, thanks for joining us. God bless America and cue the music. Take care, everyone. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.